You're listening to the RSA Conference podcast, where the world talks security. Hello and welcome to November's RSA Conference podcast. This is Britta Glade, Director of Content and Curation for RSA Conference. November's always an exciting month for us. Um, under the guidance of our awesome program committee, we're generating the agenda that goes out and there's excitement as notifications are made. And we also work on our trends report. Um, which has also been released. Download it. Link is here. And it really feels like the conference as a whole is really coming together. One of the trends that we talked about in the report was the convergence of IT and OT, which is the topic for today's podcast. Specifically, we're talking today about how CISOs and OT cybersecurity leaders can work together to create and operate a security program for converged IT and OT. And we're lucky to be joined by two true industry leaders in this space. Roy and Don, why don't you introduce yourselves? Hi, Britta. This is Roy Gundy. I'm head of OT cybersecurity for Johnson & Johnson. And hello, I'm Don Capelli, VP of Global Security and Chief Information Security Officer for Rockwell Automation. Thank you both for being with us today. Roy, I'm going to direct this first question to you. Um, convergence of IT and OT has really become a hot topic. And as I mentioned earlier, it's one that we saw a lot of submissions in and around. Why do you believe it's so important that CISOs and OT cybersecurity leaders work together in building a security program? Well, CISOs have in this cybersecurity framework and other standards and a lot of best practices that they can use to help guide the development and a lot of the execution of their security programs for information technology, the IT piece. But when we have situations like NotPetya, uh, where it's demonstrating that we need to secure the operational technology, the OT environment, it's a new area. It's a new frontier. And this area, because it's less mature than IT, Many of our manufacturing plants and industrial control systems, they've been around for decades, uh, some literally over hundreds of years. And there's an attitude that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So that always applies, and that's one of the issues why I think we have to do more. Certainly. Don, you've been part of our program committee um, for many years, and the, the insight you've offered has been so helpful. And I remember some program committee-wide conversations in and around um, NotPetya. So it's, it's interesting to take that time frame, fast forward to today and some of the work that you're doing. Can you elaborate on what it means when we say that securing the OT environment is a new frontier and why this convergence of IT and OT is so difficult? Well, traditionally, when you think back when OT environments were built, as Roy said, many of them are very old. They weren't even connected to the Internet. So security basically equaled physical security. But that's all changed now. And what NotPetya showed us was we have to not only look at securing the OT environment, but securing IT and the links in between them. Because something like NotPetya doesn't go necessarily directly at your OT devices. It gets in through IT. 
So CISOs are trying to figure out how can we adapt the best practices that we've used for many years in IT security to this very different OT environment. And so a group of CISOs and OT cybersecurity executives together worked to put together a top 10 list that can serve as a starting point to help to do that. So I would like to recognize some of the other security executives that worked on this list with Roy and me. And that's George Ramirez from General Motors, Mark Elsass from Honda, Frank Ionella from PepsiCo, Andrew McAllister from Magna International, Bob Wagner from PPG, John Johnson from Kenametal, Chris Dalton from Weyerhaeuser, Sherry Callahan from Dairy Farmers, and Jimmy Bell from Michael Foods. So you can see this is quite a broad, diverse spectrum of expertise that came together to put together this list. That is an incredibly impressive group of individuals, Don. And, and that's, you know, that's what I love about this community and the vibrancy and the willingness to share and the willingness to work together and um, all of the work. Kudos. Kudos to both of you and, and all those folks that you just mentioned, Don. And I know you will be representing this work at RSA Conference, which will definitely be a session that people will want to attend and it will be great materials that will be available online. Um, this top 10 list is, is definitely fascinating and all those different perspectives that we're brought to bear. Can you talk about perhaps what you see as the most important starting point in this process that brought all of those different individuals together? Well, you need to lay the foundation for your program. So before you even put together a strategic roadmap for securing your converged IT and OT environment, your company leadership has to buy in. They have to appoint a leader and let it be known that that person is responsible for the security of IT and OT. That leader usually is the CISO, and since most CISOs have an IT security background, that person needs to form a strong partnership with another leader from the OT environment. So you need a strong partnership between those two leaders to develop an organizational structure for the cybersecurity program and get executive sponsorship for the program that they plan to build. That communication and working together is so very important. Roy, um, from your perspective, what are some influencing factors that enterprises should keep in mind they need to consider in order to successfully get that buy-in and executive sponsorship? Well, Britta, you know, some programs are centralized and some are decentralized. Um, some are funded through a lot of enterprise funding models and other require some security is self-funded by some of the facilities or independent locations. So the org structure and the funding model really influences, you know, the security leader's ability to build and execute a successful security program. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Don, from your perspective, given that the culture of an organization can sometimes present challenges in creating this converged ITOT security program, how can IT and OT teams work together to develop the strategy so that both sides feel good about it and both sides Feel ownership. Well, it works best when the two teams come together and develop the strategic roadmap together. 
So what I've found is the NIST cybersecurity framework is the perfect tool for doing this. We know it works for IT security, and it also works for OT security. So what I recommend is a cross-functional workshop in which the IT, OT, and security experts all walk through the NIST CSF together. And that way, all of the participating teams learn about each other and they build a strategic plan that they all feel ownership of because they all developed it together. Excellent. It's interesting to see how successfully the NIST CSF has been applied. Um, you know, it burst on the scene a couple years ago with RSA conference, and, and the number of submissions and the maturity of the submissions in and around it and what organizations are doing with it is so exciting to see. The applicability of that framework is fabulous. So, Don, one more question then for you. It's one thing to be able to build that security program, but execution presents its own set of challenges. Can you give the listeners perhaps some, some guidance, some operational strategies, that might help them to prepare for and anticipate some of these potential execution bumps in the road? Well, this is the great thing. If the two teams build the strategy together, then you now have a team that understands the strategy and buys in. And so they just have to work together now to implement it. So, for example, creating and maintaining an asset inventory. That takes the expertise from IT and OT. Developing a patching cadence that balances the need for security with minimizing impact to plant operations. You can't patch an OT environment like you do an IT environment. It's a whole different ballgame. So those teams have to work together. Implementing network segmentation, micro-segmentation, detecting and responding to suspicious or anomalous activity, and planning for recovery of operations should you have a cyber or a physical incident. All of those are things that the team would have addressed in the strategic planning phase, and now they simply work together to carry it out just like they planned. Excellent. Great guidance there. Question for both of you. Roy, I'm going to start with you. I want to go back to your idea of ownership as it relates to culture. Um, Culture and building teams and such was another big theme that we saw in submissions that came through. Um, Being able to work together is so critical to the success of any security program, well, any anything, working together and, and understanding each other's language and, and how teams work together, it, it, it's critical uh, across every aspect of life. But with regards to this particular guidance you're giving, how do these different teams hold each other accountable? This is why the strategic roadmap is such a critical part of this process. And working together to build the roadmap, the different teams are able to determine what they do and how they do it, and better understand how the pieces fit together to meet the common goal. The result is not only a strategy, but also a cohesive team. And cohesive teams make a difference. It's how you really feel the ownership and how the incentive and the drive to work together to bring the strategy to life is so important. Going forward, these teams will work together to prioritize, refine, execute the plan. And what I'll also add is these don't stop. So there'll be an operating model, and many of these folks are going to have to work together day to day. So this is the start of that. 
Yeah, and what's interesting is there is this cultural divide between IT and OT, but it isn't a divide because they don't like each other. It's because they don't understand each other. And I think that most leaders recognize the need for security in this converged IT and OT environment. So if you start together as one team from the very beginning, you build that whole program together from the very beginning, you end up with this new team, which is unique. They learn new things. They confront new challenges. And I think Roy and I both have found that it's a pretty exciting thing when you can get this to work. Yes. That's exciting. Um, Any parting words from either of you? Well, I'd I just say make sure you understand the strategy, and we look forward to speaking with people at the conference. You know, RSA has a lot of people from IT in attendance, and if you are in a company that has an OT environment, I encourage you to come because I think you'll be really surprised to see that that OT environment that seems so foreign to you actually is not that foreign, and what you've done in the past in IT can be applied in OT. This is awesome. Thank you both. And that, and that is what RSA Conference is all about. It's, it's the different pieces of our ecosystem coming together. It's policymakers, it's lawyers, it's developers, it's privacy experts, and, and it's those different worlds coming together and the coalescence that happens. That's when big ideas manifest themselves. So thank you both for um, sharing your perspectives. Your session at conference will be taking place on Thursday, February the 27th at 9.20. And it definitely, um, I look forward to being in the audience, listening to these specifics that you'll be sharing, this, this top 10 list that really provides an actionable framework that others can use within their organizations. Thank you very much for being with us today, listeners, for joining us and have a great rest of day. Thanks, Britta. Thank you, Britta. 